Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time to get informed, not inflamed, on Blog Talk Radio's Tavis Smiley Network with John Daly. John is a journalist, TV host, blogger, and author. You tired of the news and analysis you're fed from the media? Here's how to cut through it. Time for some common sense in 15 minutes that you can't get in two hours of cable news. Here's John Daly. And today, Obamacare and the distortions, and there are distortions on all sides. Hi, folks. Today is Friday, July 19th, 2013, coming to you from Sunset Beach, North Carolina. Do you really understand what Obamacare is? No, and here's why. First, the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, has not been fully enacted. It's supposed to become law in 2014. Second, it was rammed through by Democrats. Did anyone really read it? Third, most Republicans would object to it, even if it had found the cure for cancer. And fourth, online we hear some of the most inane analysis, and it all comes from the political views and distortions paid for by both parties, their special interest groups, and their fundraisers. And when it comes to money, the media is usually too willing to allow the distortions to continue. Cantor Media just released a report over the coming months, ad revenues, about the Affordable Care Act will generate a half billion dollars in revenues for media outlets. And get this, a Kaiser Family Foundation poll back in April, not too long ago, found that 42% of Americans didn't know Obamacare was still going into effect. So let's get through some of the rancor and the red tape. Let's bring in my guest. Michelle Katz is my go-to when it comes to Obamacare. I found her online, and I follow her. She is considered one of America's leading sources in navigating the healthcare system while helping folks avoid medical debt. She is a healthcare advocate, nurse, and former administrator. Plus, she is a patient who navigated herself out of a $150,000 medical bill. And she is a journalist. Her website is at Michelle, that's Michelle with two L's, Michelle Katz, K-A-T-Z, M-S-N dot blogspot dot com. Michelle, welcome to Inform Not Inflamed. Thank you, John. First, let me ask you this. Do you agree with me that we can't judge Obamacare yet because it's just not fully enacted? I totally agree with you on that. In fact, it's not to be fully enacted until January 1st, 2014, and still when it is, quote-unquote, fully enacted, there's still going to be provisions that we're going to be debating about, especially with this delay we just had. Right, stuff that they've actually been voting on in Congress and uh, actually neither side can come together on uh, let, let, let me ask you this. Once enacted, though, it's going to need a lot more tweaking. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, because right now, um, basically the federal government did a, went to the states and said, here we go. Here are some guidelines. Now you guys decide, you know, kind of like what, what else you need to put in there. So, you know, there's still a lot of tweaking. Nobody knows where the money's going. Nobody can figure out what's right, what's wrong. You know, the, the actuaries with the insurance companies, they're still 
basically taking their time, figuring out numbers. So it's going to take, you know, we're going to hit a few bumps. All right. You you and I are going to talk an awful lot about this, so I'm going to have you on a lot more shows. So just <laughs> off the top, let's on this first show, uh, let's be uh, a little bit more generic on some of the bigger provisions here, just so people who maybe are not up to speed of it or who have buried their head in the sand as a result of everything they've been hearing. Uh, technically, everyone has to sign up for health insurance or they get hit with a t- higher tax by the IRS. Right, exactly. And just to give you some numbers, so your viewers, if they have a pen and paper there, um, in the year 2014, which is January 1st, it's well, basically it's your fine. And, again, these are just penalties. It's $95 per person or 1% of your income. However, if you've got, you know, eight people in your family, the max that they can basically put the penalty on you is $285 total. And then the next year it goes up by 2%, which is $325 per person or a total of $975 total in that family. And then following it's 2.5% of your income, which is $695 per person or $2,085 as a total per family. Again, these numbers may change, as you have seen before with the delays. Now, it's very tactical at this point. This, legis- this piece of legislation has actually become extremely political. All right. Um, how about collecting that money? I mean, I, I think we're proving, and I think you had something on your site the other day, it's difficult for the IRS to collect. Oh, it's extremely difficult. In fact, uh, Treasury actually justified its decision for even the delay um, about this responsibility of who's collecting. They actually stated that it would be impractical to determine which employers owe shared responsibility for payments, and that's under the Section 4980H for 2014. So with this happening, it's nobody knows. Basically, with the delay, now we've got the individual mandates that are relying on basically what we call a self-attestation, which basically the administrator can argue that by, I guess, not delaying the individual mandate because there's at least some mechanism through which the IRS can enforce it. I don't know if they're going to do it because, you know, they basically expect us, you and I, to say, oh, we don't have health insurance. Or, but some people don't even know what qualifies as health insurance and what doesn't, and that to match it up with the business, your employer, you know, right now they don't have to say anything. There's no checks and balances because, you know, there's this delay. Well, and, and right now the administration has rolled it back for businesses for a year, and then Congress came in and said, no, 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 okay, we're going to include everybody. It's just it's it's an even bigger mumbo-jumbo. And then when you add in the IRS controversy, from before that the Republicans were, were charging, uh, you know, conservative bias uh, against uh, certain uh, political groups, it, it's, it just gets even more mind-boggling. Let's move on to the adult children staying on their plans until age 26. Um, that looks like it's going to stay. Is that, is that needed or, I'm guessing I'm going to ask you to make a little bit of a social comment here, is that just enabling a generation? Um, you know, you look at it in this way. You see there's all these reports about, you know, basically kids coming out of college and moving back home with their parents and the age is getting, you know, more and more. Um, yep. You know, yeah, it's going to stick. Is it enabling our generation? Um, I think in a way it is because, you know, we're at 26. I wasn't worried about health insurance. I was invincible. I didn't care. 
So, you know, and it's not until you get older, like in your 30s or even 40s, unless you have a disease, you start worrying about it. So, in my opinion, yeah, it is sort of enabling our generation. Okay, we're talking to Michelle Katz. She is the leading source on navigating the healthcare system. You can catch her at her Facebook page. It's Michelle, that's Michelle with two L's, Katz, MSN, and that's at Facebook. Um, Let me ask you another broad question topic here. Does does this law, does the Affordable Care Act law really start motivating us to become more healthy while also driving down costs? Can you see this in there or is that just a misnomer? Um, Personally, I have been healthy on myself. I've been healthy all my life. I look, I exercise, I, you know, I checked in, I know what my family's ailments are. Is it going to start motivating me to become healthy? No, I already have my healthcare habits. I, I, it's, it's a habit. It's not going to mo- if you innately are not a healthy person, you're not working out. It's very hard to get someone motivated, and there's really no incentives to say. You know, if I know personally where to get free healthcare, I know when you're at a certain income level, you can go to a free clinic. Many people don't know that, but you know, I know how to negotiate, how to get my way through this by forcing someone like me to have health insurance. Mm, yeah, I tend to waver on that. Um, so to drive costs down, you know, we're already seeing this with what just happened recently uh, with um, the new incentive with the 50% that it went down with the New York. It's, you know, it's basically there were more restrictions um, put on uh, New York because of Obamacare or ACA. Mm-hmm. Before there were less restrictions in the premium rates. So by putting out more restrictions, we've actually lowered the rate. However, if you look at a state such as Ohio, their rates are going to go up because they have less restrictions on their premium rates and now they have more. So whether it's driving things down, the cost, you know, it depends on what state you're in, and it depends on exactly what are we driving down. Are we taking away more benefits to make it cheaper? It's a big question. Um, touch on that a little bit more about New York, because you and I actually corresponded. We were talking about, I think it was a New York Times article that said, uh, oh, look, uh, look what these exchanges have done. Uh, rates in New York have gone down. But your response to me was so Oh, blank. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. I, I think I kind of put it this way. Insurance companies were out of uh, – we're basically charging a lot, going out of control in the past few months. So it's kind of like, or actually I'd say in the past year or so. So, you know, if they're coming out, like say if you buy something and you know it costs $10 and all of a sudden they know something's coming. The insurance companies knew for years that this was going to happen. So what do they do? They bulk up their rates. So they bulk up their rates. So then when they say, okay, we're going to have these restrictions on, all of a sudden it's like 50% off. You know, so now instead of worth $100 that they bulked up the rates to that, it's now worth $50, and you're thinking, wow, I got 50% off, but you're forgetting that it originally was $10. So hopefully that makes a little sense. And then, you know, just to get to the meat of it, as I said before, you know, you have these restrictions, and you're going to see difference in states. Like some states, the rates are going to go up, some are going to go down. New York particularly, there were no restrictions. Everybody was paying the same rate for the same premiums. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're 65 or 75 or 6 or 26. You were all paying the same premium rate, so there's no restrictions. When Obamacare came in, they basically added on these restrictions 
causing the rates to go down even more. However, something a state like Ohio has restrictions. You're paying a different rate if you have tobacco, if you're a different age, depending on where you are in Ohio. Now, their rates, because now there's less restrictions, you're going to see their rates jump up by like 80%. So maybe people in Ohio should move to New York. (laughs) The scurrying of the feet you just heard was either somebody leaving Ohio and going to New York or somebody grabbing an aspirin from the medicine cabinet because they have a migraine headache now after trying to uh, listen to all that. You're you're breaking it down nicely. Are there, um, uh, you know, in, in that vein, are there states that might do better? For instance, I'm, you know, I'm reading a lot of stuff about how, you know, Mississippi, which, you know, uh, obviously has, you know, very low health care and is a very unhealthy state, and yet at the same time, too, the state wants to opt out of, of everything as far as Medicaid goes. Um, I've got to think that that wouldn't be a great state to go, but, you know, maybe uh, Massachusetts would. Um, can, can you give any guidelines, or is it just too early to try to figure that out, too? You know, right now it's too early to really, you know, figure out these things. Um, everybody's going to come up with assumptions. And what I warn people is look at your state, look at which insurance companies are out there. Um, for example, I'm in California. I know that the hospital down the street from me decided not to, you know, be involved in any of the insurance companies. And you know what? When I, if I had a heart attack or something, guess where the ambulance is going to take me? To that closest hospital right down the street from me. However, the hospital two miles away from me is covered underneath the insurance that I want. So what does someone do? And and people really need to look at their plans because a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, it says it covers maternity. It says it covers, you know, my ER visits. But find out what doctors, what hospitals. You really need to get into the nitty-gritty. And unfortunately, with my investigation and looking into these plans, even for myself, I'm finding out, hmm, you know, uh, there's some things that people aren't reading, and I'm just kind of asking more questions. And I'm encouraging now, everybody else to do the same. Now, do you, do you have something, and I, and I believe you do, I'm leading into this, do you have something on your website that would give people uh, uh, some steps of how to do that? Yes, actually I do. I've done a few pieces for different media outlets like ABC, um, NBC. I do have links to those on actually my Facebook page. Um, as well as, which the Facebook page is on Facebook, but if you look up Michelle Katz MSN, um, I, every day, whenever I get emails coming in, I try to answer those questions instead of, like, publicly on that page instead of answering them individually because it takes so much time, and it really helps everyone out. And I'm doing more on my blog, so, you know, feel free to contact me there and ask me your question, and I'm going to pick them out and pick questions that really a lot of people are asking just to help out the masses. Because if I did this all day, I would never get any work done. <laughs> Understandably. Again, it's uh, yes, Michelle I wouldn't be able two to L's. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. You'd, you'd be needing extra health insurance. Okay. Does Michelle with two L's, cats, K-A-T-Z, M-S-N dot blogspot dot com. And, and give, your, uh, give your Facebook page again to Michelle. It's um, if you go directly to it, it's www.facebook.com with the forward slash Michelle Katz MSN. So it's basically just spelling it out, and MSN is Masters of Science in Nursing. That's why I did that. So 
Yeah, so definitely email me your questions through um, messaging me. I read all of them, and it may take me a while to get back to you on that, but I will at least post something to help you out or give you some some guidance because I've trust me, I've been it through through it too probably. Okay, we are talking to Michelle Katz. She is a leading source of navigating the healthcare system. She is also our go-to person for uh, trying to figure out the Affordable Care Act. Um, if, if you can take apart my theory, um, I think we need a government option to compete with all the health insurance companies. And I have a lot of friends who oppose this. One, one group says the government is evil and they'll take over the industry. Other friends tell me government's too stupid to do it. I want the government to offer a low-cost solution to those who don't think they need massive amounts of health care, the kids you were talking about before, just something to prepare themselves for something catastrophic. In my office, right. is something like this ridiculous to even think about? Because everyone looks at me like, uh, like I've got three eyes and three ears. <laughs> what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think on that? Well, you know, it, it's, it's interesting you say that. There are other countries out there that are doing that, surprisingly enough. Um, you know, and they're succeeding with it. I mean, every system's going to have a pluses and minuses, and you're talking to a very political country, which is the U.S. I mean, we've got basically Democrats and Republicans. So, yes, you're going to get people that are used to that kind of setting that are more into, you know, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, totally looking at you like you have three heads. Um, you know, what um, out here in California, I've spoken to a few people, and they were talking of a system of, like, like of a Medicare for all. You know, so basically mm -hmm. you're paying taxes into the government, what's another 2%, 3% added to it. And then you have, like, basically, you know, your basic mandates, you know, whether your checkups are covered, how many checkups are covered, anything above that, you're on your own. You've got to negotiate. And they do this in other countries, and they're succeeding. And, you know, yeah, it can be done, but the other thing that no one has picked up on, is providers. You cannot force a provider, a doctor, a nurse, whatever it is, to participate in the system. In many places, I have gotten three calls in the past week of friends of mine that are in the medical field, that are nurses or doctors, and they're like, screw this, I'm out of it. I'm, I'm not taking insurance anymore. So it's going to be great when we all have insurance and there's going to be no providers. Wow. I, you know, I never thought about it, but at the same time, too, I'm beginning to see the exact same thing, too. But what's different in in uh, a lot of the countries, especially the European countries, because it is, quote, unquote, socialized medicine, you know, the doctors and nurses are literally paid by the government, so they they can't turn you down. Right, exactly. And, you know, I actually talked to a friend of mine that's Canadian yesterday, and she's out here. She's like... I've never had so many problems with the American system. She said she pays 23% of her taxes right now. It, it's just disappeared. It's hogwash. You know, it's, it's, and she's here in the U.S. and she pays U.S. taxes. She said when she was in Canada, it was 23% and she had free health care. Now, take it, she is healthy. If she went through the system, you know, she would have to pay cash if she basically had an ailment, a cancer, or something like that. So, you know, it becomes difficult when you do have some sort of disease. A lot of Canadians actually come to the U.S., though, to get their, you know, these diseases taken care of. Well, and there's the dichotomy, because uh, in, in many respects, our technology 
or maybe a lot of our overspending on medical has actually led to some breakthroughs. So we do have other mm-hmm. countries where people want to come here for, you know, the Duke universities, uh, you know, the different medical centers of the UCLA's that are at the cutting edge. So, you right. know, you're, you, you kind of got a different, uh, you got a different balance. On the other hand, one of the things I hear is that medical tourism is actually right. a really big business now. Cause I, I had a friend of mine, who I think he had all of his teeth replaced. And I want to say it was mm-hmm. somewhere in Mexico. And he says, I got it done because it was like, it was like one-tenth the cost. And he says, I checked it out. He says, there were American doctors down there. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've heard that more and more, um, people just basically getting, you know, things taken care of outside the country. However, you know, if you, you're a very sick elderly person, you know, the last thing you want to do is travel and then worry about a whole mm-hmm. swarm of things and visas and and. You know, it's just, it's a nightmare. So you really have to pick and choose. You have to know yourself. You have to know what you want. And you have to do your own due diligence. You just don't go to any old quack out there in Bangladesh or whatever it is. You know, know, get the references, talk to the doctors. You know, make sure you understand and, you know, measure out all your options. We're talking to Michelle Katz. She is the leading source of navigating the healthcare system. Again, her website is Michelle with two L's, Katz, K-A-T-Z, M-S-N dot blogspot dot com. And then she is also on Facebook. You can look her up as well. Um, again, I'm going to have you on a lot because you're, you're, you're clearing up a lot of stuff or, or, you're, or you're, you're mudding the waters even more so because of everything that's going on. Um, well, I just want to preface it also, John. I'm not an attorney, so I understand just what you understand. And the thing is, with mm-hmm. me, I actually I ask questions, and I do have my contacts on Capitol Hill, and they probably hate me right now. But I, when I don't understand something, I'm like, what is this gibberish in this bill? I don't get it. And how heck is anyone else supposed to understand it? And luckily for me, I haven't pissed them off so much. <laughs> where they are hanging up the phone on me. <laughs> so, yes, you know, any questions I have, you know, I, I basically tell them I represent the people. And, you know, ask me the questions if I can't answer it or if I need to make sure that what I'm speaking and saying is correct, I go straight to the source. Let's talk about what happened to you and tell us a little bit about the fact uh you were a patient with an enormous bill, and yet at the same time, too fortunately, you had a, you know, you were in the medical field. Tell us what happened to you, and and how that bill got to be what it was, and how did you get out of it? Well, yes, that was quite quite a long time ago. Um, I did. I was 26. Ironically, um, I got into a car accident, and I needed back surgery. And the kicker is I didn't have health insurance, again, because I was 26 and thought I was invincible. Um, And basically, I had to figure out how to not only navigate through the system, but to pick and choose and see if I really needed back surgery. So I had to figure out, I I basically got two opinions with doctors. One was a great neurosurgeon back in D.C., um, that I looked him up online. I Believe me, I went through everything. I, I went to the AMA, American Medical Association. I made sure he had no lawsuits against him. And I actually asked people, because I was going through my nursing school at that time, um, I asked some of the nurses that were in my class if they knew people that knew a great neurosurgeon, because that's what I needed It's for my back. This is my life. So basically... Um, 
I met up with him. I offered him cash to consult with me. At the same time, I also got an MRI, um, which they were doing free testing at one of the universities, and I went in there in the test, and lo and behold, they found out, oh, my God, um, I had a slipped disc. So I took these tests, and I brought them to the physician, when I, and I sat him down and said, how much do I owe you? And he sat there. He said, oh, my gosh. He's like, you need to promise me one thing. You need to continue on with school and continue doing this because this is going to be huge. And I basically, he taught me how to navigate and through the system, how to ask the right questions with different hospitals because there were different rates. Um, because of my income level at the time, I found out that one of the hospitals that he practiced at had a charity cause. And a lot of people don't know that some hospitals have charity um, where basically they give, because they're not paying your property tax, state tax, um, they have to offer a certain amount of free care to equal that, and that's their promise to the government for not paying taxes. So basically I asked about that. I got into that program. I negotiated my doctor's rates down. I negotiated the anesthesiologist. And lo and behold, people don't know this, but on their car insurance, there's also some medical coverage, which mm -hmm. you're paying yep. for, and people don't know. So that was another thing that kicked in. So, you know, first I started out with a $150,000 bill, got it down to about 27000 and negotiated the rest and got on a payment plan, and lo and behold, I'm not in debt anymore. Wow. And I got a great, wow. great surgeon, one of the number one surgeons on the East Coast, operated my back until this day. I, my back is in great shape. I had a partial laminectomy is what they call it. And it wow. wouldn't have and been offered on insurance because it was experimental at the time, too, the surgery I had. Wow. So, yes, if I would have had insurance, guess what? The procedure wouldn't have been covered. Wow. And today you're an acrobat with Cirque du Soleil as well. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, I'm jogging. You know, I do 10Ks. I, I go to the gym. My dog wow. loves it. She after me. <laughs> well, that's, well, that, 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 well, that's that's very encouraging for all of us and, and, and your dog as well. Um, let, let me ask you, since you gave us that great story and you you told us uh, about how you kind of created a system, and I you know, I create a system on informed, not inflamed here, how to how to become informed and how to you know how to weed through the media bias. Do you have any? Uh, and I I know we're going to send people to your website, and we've already done that before. Can you just just for people before they go to the website, give them one or two tips on how to find out information or medical information you're going to need um, if either you have something wrong with you or you want to get healthy. Is there anything you can, just, just some quick sources that maybe the everyday person wouldn't think about? You know, I, I hate to say this, but your best source is probably your physician. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and also... Up on Congress, I hate to say direct people, I've found so much bias within the media and even within these um, websites that they do give you information, but always when you're looking at a website, see who's funding them. You know, is it a Democrat that's funding them? Of course, it's going to be biased. Is it a Republican that's funding them? It's going to be biased. So take everything with a grain of salt and mm -hmm. be sure to ask questions. So when you do get that website, say, excuse me, or you get someone on the phone, you call up about it. Ask them or contact your congressman and say, what was meant by this? Can you explain, dumb this down for me and tell me where it is? And ask the questions. Don't just assume because it's a government-funded website that it's correct. Um, some great websites that I go to are like HHS, 
Um, I do go to the IRS website, and I look at the federal registrar. Um, but unfortunately, when you're not in the legal field, it's really hard to understand. So it's almost like you need to go to those websites, look at what they call the federal registrar, which is the rules and what's going to be enacted. And then you probably need to go to an attorney who probably doesn't know anything anyway because they don't understand the gibberish that's in there. So they almost need a cliff notes, which is what I'm trying to do for the public, is provide kind of like a cliff notes version of what I have read and I've interpreted in a correct way. And if I don't understand it, as I said, I have resources on Capitol Hill that have actually drafted the legislation that I will contact and find out the real answers. And, and your, your website is very clear and, and, and quite good. I'm going to give it to them again. But uh, before we go, um, what is coming up, let's say, over the next week, over the next month that people need to be aware of as far as either legislation or executive orders uh, pertaining to medical insurance uh, or health or the Affordable Care Act? Is there anything that we should kind of keep our ears and eyes open for? Well, starting October 1st, um, you're going to be able to sign up to these plans. Um, I would also um, urge people to go into these free clinics that I've listed on my, actually, the Facebook page. There's a list of these clinics, and I can post it again, which basically have been given hundreds of thousands of dollars to help people like me, you, educate us on what plans we should be signing for, signing up for, or at least answering our questions. So I'd urge people to do that because things are going to be changing. And also, you know, aside from looking nationally, globally, also look locally. Look within your state because treat every state like it's a different country. So go to your mm -hmm. your website for your state, the Department um, Health Insurance website, and you can always Google that. And it should start giving you in the next few weeks basically the plans that are under Obamacare. Because if you have an insurance plan right now and you're covered, um, they're not necessarily restricted by the new rules under Obamacare. So keep that in mind. So you might want to look at some of the plans under this ACA Obamacare because they're going to have to abide by these new rules. And don't assume because you have health insurance that you're home free because things are changing and so mm -hmm. is your health. So what I tell people is basically look at your health, write down the top things that are in your family, the things, prescriptions, whatever it is you're worried about, and bring those in to these people and say, this, these are my, I cannot move from this list. I need this, this, and this. And if you don't have a plan that's going to fill it, let's figure out what we're going to do. So be adamant. Be strong. Don't be afraid yes. to ask what you need for. Right. Exactly. Do you, do you find a lot of people are just kind of uh, a bit, and I'm the same way too, kind of just intimidated by, oh, it's the medical field. These are doctors. These are nurses. Oh, my God, I've got to bow down to them. Please, will they bestow something on me? And it's like, no, this this is something, you know, this is this is part of you being an American citizen. You need to stand up and, and, and ask for what you need. Right, and I'm not saying be, like, mean about it or impolite. I'm saying be very polite, be very cordial, and just be honest. If you don't understand something, feel free to ask. I mean, unfortunately, your doctors are also confused about ACA, but, you know, just <laughs> say, what, what do I need? It seems like everybody's confused about it, but, you know, keep on. If they don't know the answer, find somebody else that does. And, you know, just keep on asking those questions, um, and that's uh, the best advice I can give people. 
you know, you mentioned kindness, and I think you had something on a blog maybe about five, six months ago uh, about about when you're talking to people in the medical field trying to get information that kindness is is the best thing, that try to be, I'm, I'm really looking for this, and I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to get it, and usually that, that does help. They are trying to help you. Kindness goes a long way. It might have been the one about my grandmother who thought she was going to lose her doctor because she's on Medicare. She's had her doctor for like 50-something years, and she has been making his favorite poppy seed strudel. (laughs) And she went into him because her doctor wasn't in her plan with the poppy seed strudel and basically said, you know, I noticed you're not going to be in my plan anymore, and I have to leave you. And he goes, no, you're one of my first patients. We're going to work this out. So he basically negotiated, like, a better rate from her than even her insurance was supposed to offer. And whenever she needs something, like, that doctor loves her. He's, like, she's pretty much, you know, has an A-rated doctor at her beck and call. So, but I'm not saying abuse this. But, you know, treat them, treat your your providers like family, and it will go a long way. Um, You know, I'm not saying bribe them with poppy seed strudel, but... You know, there there are ways to do this. Be patient with your physicians, your providers. You know, if they're a little late because I had an emergency or procedure, don't don't go crazy. Um, you know, see, just really understand that they're humans too and understand that their reimbursements have gotten cut and there's absolutely no incentive for them to make any provisions for you. So just keep that and in your head. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stress in, and there's a lot of stress in the medical field as well. Uh, especially especially nurses and technicians. Yes, and I can tell you firsthand, it's more apt. I hate to say this. You know, if somebody's mean to me, I I understand that maybe if they're paying, whatever, but you're going to react a certain way. I mean, it's you really have to – Yeah, I'm going to go the extra mile for someone that's polite, that's nice, that I see really needs something, Um, most of us do. It's we go into the medical field because we want to help people, um, and that's that's why we're in the business. Unfortunately, rates have been gone, are getting cut. Insurance for doctors have gone up. No practice insurance. It's yep. and that's another discussion all within itself. <laughs> well, we will talk about that. We will also talk about uh, about some of the special interests that are leading to this. I also want to talk to you at some point about the fact that. The deductions for healthcare uh, are sometimes making us less healthy. So, I mean, we, we you and I have right. got a lot to talk about. So, oh, yeah. um, I'm, so, uh, folks, just stay tuned here. I think you understand why I have Michelle as our go-to person here. So, <laughs> again, Michelle is considered one of America's leading sources in navigating the healthcare system while helping folks avoid medical debt. She is a nurse and healthcare administrator. She's also a journalist. Her website is Michelle with two L's, Katz, K-A-T-Z, M-S-N dot blogspot dot com. And Michelle, give them your Facebook page too. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Michelle Katz, M-S-N, and that's Michelle with two L's, K-A-T-Z, M-S-N. And, you know, as I said, I'm updating the Facebook page more often because people just, you know, quite honestly are on Facebook more. And I also have a Twitter account, too, that I'll post things on there and link them to my Facebook. And that is my handle, at MichelleCatsMSN. 
Okay, then the first thing you need to do, Michelle, when you get off here is go to your website and post the recipe for poppy seed strudel. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to call my grandmother right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is the key. That is the key to negotiating that a is good the key. deal on your health care bill. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. All right. Michelle, thank you so much. We're going to have you on again, and uh, I look forward to talking to you more. And, of course, I'll be following the website. And, again, I appreciate your time. Great insight. And uh, stay healthy. Great. Thank you so much, John. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, folks, thanks for listening in, and we will have another show for you coming up real soon. For more on John Daly, including his blog postings and instructional videos, go to informnotinflamed.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.